yeah, it's always important. Get out there, get active. No matter what it is that you're doing, be safe, have fun, and just live. Welcome to the Forge Experience. I'm Lamar Greer. I'm here with Ryan Rivera, and we also have Joey Salazar joining us on the podcast today. Joey, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a CrossFit coach and trainer at Valley Forge Strength Conditioning. Um, I'm a CrossFit athlete as well. Um, before CrossFit, I, was, I played a little bit of football in college at Fresno City. Um, after that ended, I kind of needed something to, I guess, fill that niche of being an athlete, so I found CrossFit and uh, stuck with it ever since. Nice. Um, actually, you pointed something out that's uh, actually really related to the topic today. The topic is, you know, within the realm of fitness in general, a uh, group class setting versus more of an individualized approach to training. And we're just going to kind of bounce around. We're going to talk about some sim- uh, similarities, some differences. But Joey just mentioned something that stuck out. He was saying that before he became a CrossFit athlete, he participated in football at the college level and was doing training there, obviously. So what made you get into this CrossFit style of training? I think for me it was um, the fact that you could go somewhere with it. You could go, like, you know, regionals of the games. And I think training with a purpose was my biggest thing. I wasn't the type of dude who would just go in the gym and trained to have big biceps or a big chest. So I wanted to really uh, find that uh, competitive, I guess, competitive atmosphere and CrossFit kind of filled that in for me. Big chest and biceps aren't bad though, right? No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely never not. a bad thing. You need those. <laughs> those are essential. Um, yeah, like get, getting into the gym, uh, myself, I guess we can go around and kind of just share how we got into that and how, uh, which way. I found... Lamar, actually, I, I knew what CrossFit was. I had seen it on ESPN. Joey mentioned the CrossFit Games, a big event that they hold on ESPN. I had seen that, so I knew what it was. I had been a trainer for years before, and Lamar was doing some training like that in the local area. Did that, so I guess you could say I kind of hopped in on a more uh, group-designed training regimen. You know, we all did the same, the same lifts, the same reps, same sets, the same conditioning pieces, whatever it was, and that's definitely taken a hard left turn for me, but uh, Lamar, how did you kind of get going as far as training this CrossFit style of training? Well, I kind of had the, you know, got into it the same way that Joey did, you know, coming from an athletic background, I, while I was in the military, actually, I got into bodybuilding for a while, because, I mean, at the time, CrossFit hadn't grown to the point that it is now we're like in the military, you know, they actually have functional training facilities and, you know, their weight rooms and things are kind of built around that. So at the time I was bodybuilding. Um, and when I got back, I kind of just continued to do that. But I started to like play some flag football, things like that on the side. And one thing that I noticed was I didn't feel very athletic. And I've always kind of lifted heavy, so I was strong. I had decent mobility, I guess you say, in like my hips and legs and everything, but I just felt kind of sluggish. And I felt like I needed to get back to that athlete that I was before and after you know doing some research on CrossFit and kind of looking into it more um, it was one of those things that looked like it could get me back to that point 
But also at the time, you know, there was a buddy of mine actually that was into it. He had been doing it for a while. He had been training people out of his garage, and he kind of got me interested in it, in it as well. I remember seeing him do a muscle-up one time and on the bar, and then uh, actually that was my first CrossFit movement ever. It took me like 30 tries to get it, but a bar muscle-up was my first CrossFit movement. Um, no, that's awesome. I think, so, you know, with this, today's topic of group, uh, I don't even want to say verse individualized training, but group, the compare and contrasting a, a group setting versus an individualized setting. Uh, myself, I do an individualized approach. So I have a coach who sends me my training remotely. So my coach and I, we don't live in the same area. He lives a good two and a half, three hours away from me. We use a platform where he sends me training uh, weeks at a time, and I see that and I complete them as necessary. I communicate with him on a daily basis, and the way that he designs these are are very very detailed, down to an individualized platform as as detailed as the reps, the sets, the time of the workout, the time domains of conditioning pieces, the types of movements, however many uh, reps I'm doing in those. Con- conditioning pieces, everything is tailored down very, very, very specifically on an individualized basis. And I used to come from a group background where, well, it wasn't really a group. Lamar, uh, even Joey, uh, we kind of did some stuff that was online, put out online for the masses to do. So still technically was a group, but we did it more in a small group setting. And for me, it wasn't that... The, uh, that training was bad. I, I loved the training. I, I had fun doing it. But I knew that I probably couldn't reach personal goals by doing that. A lot of the the reps were very high for me at the time. A lot of the weights were just way too heavy for me at the time. A lot of the movements were still very complex for me at the time. So I found myself almost doing an individualized program because I was scaling everything back so much that I was just making it my own. But instead of having to do that, I decided to reach out to someone and just do that for me and do movements that I needed and, you know, time domains I needed, et cetera, et cetera. But I know, you know, at this point in time, all three of us have kind of, you know, went separate ways as far as where we started in this like small group training, doing this training regimen that was put out online. Do you either guys want to share like where you're at now with your training and what, you know, some differences or similarities you've seen? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. You know, I have a coach that does the exact same thing for me. You know, all my workouts are very specific to me and my needs at the moment. Um, <clears throat> and I kind of came from that same background as you, you know, kind of going through blog training. It's not necessarily group, but kind of in that same situation where it was just way too much for me. Like I was finding myself really beat up. It, I was finding myself inconsistent because you know one day a workout would trash me for the next couple days um, and I knew I was in that same boat like I wasn't going to get to where I needed to be by continuing on those trainings and I mean my coach right now um, you know I compete in Olympic weightlifting and he's in as a background Olympic weightlifting and I mean as a background a lot of things actually but um, everything that he programs for me is based off of my current weaknesses and whatever it is that I need to build on. Like, I guess you could say this is the start of a new year, so start of a new uh, weightlifting season for me. And uh, recently we've been working on building a lot of volume and just working on some weaknesses that I have. And 
makes a huge difference when you have something more individualized for yourself. Um, how about you, Joey? Um, so I actually don't have a coach. Um, I kind of do the blog training thing still. And there's some things I do scale back, like, um, you know, certain weights are too much or certain rep schemes are too much for me. And I kind of understand where you're coming from, Lamar. When you used to do them, you used to be burnt out. Like, so sometimes I would try to do, like, a whole session, right, which is, like, more like four or five pieces, you know, a strength, um, a conditioning piece, and then maybe, like, a few other, like, weightlifting uh, <clears throat> pieces to keep you strong. But, you know, at the end of the week, I'd be so burnt out. Like, I would be dreading the next week. So I figured out how to scale back for myself, which is kind of individualized, kind of what right, Ryan was right. doing before he actually got a coach. So it works to an extent, but, you know, I think at the end of the day, individualized program is something I should get into or have a coach. Um, but right now, I think with my schedule and everything, it, it's not working too well with school and then working as much as that. Yeah, I mean, and something else that you just pointed out right now too that is like really important is, like you said, is, you know, you said I could get a, an individualized training or you could just get a coach, right? Well, yeah. you know, when people come here to Valley Forge and they participate in these group classes, you know, they're not getting an individualized training, but they're still getting a coach. Actually, they're getting like five, six, seven coaches depending yeah. on who's here at the time, right? So when someone steps in and they go take these group classes, you know, the, the coaches are very well conditioned to kind of do what you were saying that you need to do for yourself, right? If you have, you know, uh, Jane and Joe come to class and you know that whatever is written on the board they need to cut back a little bit. They're still getting that small bit of an individualized training, right? Because the coaches are so well conditioned on how to scale it back, uh, you know, shorten the time to make, whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's something else too, that if someone is, you know, considering maybe joining a a group training regimen or a a online training regimen is, you know, if you're, if you're going to go to a place, make sure that the coaches are going that extra mile to change things up for you when needed, because, you see so many times someone who's never participated in a functional fitness type of workout before, they come in and they do Fran on their first day and the, the gym makes them try to do it rx Yeah. You know, I mean, if you've never done a thruster, if you've never done a pull-up or anything, <laughs> I mean, it's, at that point, it's kind of just common sense that, hey, let's maybe let's scale this back a little bit for you, right? And w- even with the blog training, like Joey was saying, is you can still do that for yourself, you know, if you're experienced enough to venture out, but... I mean, what do, you, what do you guys think if, like, someone's starting out, what is the best way? I mean, we've kind of dipped into, like, three little topics here as far as, like, uh, an online blog, which is, I guess you could say, another form of group training. This, you know, group training at a specific gym or just, you know, seeking out for an individual coach. And even with an individual coach, you can get that within your gym, hopefully. If not, maybe go somewhere where you can get, can get an individualized coach in your gym. Or like a remote training. I mean, what do you guys? Would you guys say is your best way to go? I think when it comes to getting into group training, I think there's something that people should kind of pay attention to and should be aware of is that all group training isn't created equally. And what I mean by that is that you have some gyms that are really, really good at the way that they progress their members and at the way that they coach their members to do things correctly. You know, building good movement patterns. Um, I think that one of the biggest things to pay attention to is look at the quality of the movement of the people around you. So if you go into a gym and you look and you're familiar with the movement and you look and everybody kind of looks like they're moving terribly, that everything looks really uncomfortable and you don't see people walking up to correct that. Like if it's, if you're just kind of getting that good job and they're looking at you smiling and really everything hurts, um, then, 
<laughs> then you might be in the wrong place. Like, and, and this isn't, you know, to bash anybody or anything like that, but the whole point of a coach's job is to monitor what your members are doing, fix movement patterns, and to make sure that everybody's being safe. Because what's the whole point of, you know, training if you can't consistently train and consistently progress? You know, and that's one of the biggest things is I think that's something that needs to be paid attention to. And then just kind of paying attention to the type of things that your, your coach tells you in general, you know. Um, I mean, what do you think, Joey? Um, I completely agree with you. You know, group training isn't all, you know, made equally. And I think um, one thing we do a good job here is, like, you know, knowing our, our members and the people that walk to the door and, you know, assessing as soon as they walk in the door, you know, even. So uh, yeah, exactly. And even in the warm up, it's like, you know, people like kind of criticize my warm up. So why do you have them do a football warm up? Well, if they can't do a high knee, you know, what makes you think you can do a thruster? You know, that's a more complex movement. And I think you assess from the beginning of the session when the warm up all the way to the end, you know, and I think that's very important. And I think um, that's not done enough. But I think that, you know, when it comes to group training, you have to have an eye on everyone and make sure everyone moves very well, like you said before. So, so like outside looking in, I guess the advice would be is kind of maybe look at who's around like at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So like if I, if I walk into a gym, maybe I should just look at how the other group is doing. You know, I mean, if I've never seen these movements before, I, I may or may not know what they should be looking like, but you probably could get a, a general sense of, you know, okay, that, that kind of looks good. That kind of looks bad. So, I mean, a lot of the time, it sounds like, you know, most of the time that may reflect on, you know, who's running the class or, you know, the type of gym that it may be as far as like going in and uh, if they're uh, doing the movement quality, right? This morning, actually, I went to a gym up the road. I went to Precision, by the way, guys. And uh, Violet and I, we were sitting there and one of the first things she says was like, dang, like everyone moves like really good. So, I mean, uh, that's a good sign right there that, you know, they're doing something right. You know, they're, they're taking the time. All the coaches over there are great. They're taking the time and they're working with the members. You know, they're making sure that they're doing things correctly. So, like, in a group setting, that is so important to make sure that you're getting results. Because I'm going to go out on a limb here, too, and say that, you know, m most of the time, if you're participating in a group class, you probably just want some form of general fitness. Uh, I know some places have, like, competitor groups and, uh, subcategory groups, et cetera, but I, I would say most of the time it's probably a, a general fitness that you're seeking. So when you go into a gym, wherever you may be, if you're anywhere, just kind of look at the other people around and see if you think that they're moving good on whatever it is that they're doing. And Lamar put, pointed something out too is, you know, if someone's looking not so great, is whoever's in charge, are they helping that person? Are they trying to correct them? Because I mean, the, the whole point of you getting into fitness is to get some help, right? We all had to start somewhere. I still can get help. I, I mean, I've been doing this for seven years, and I still have a coach myself. I mean, and starting out, too, I mean, would you guys say that maybe the best route to go is, you know, hopping into a group class? I mean, would you get an individualized coach, uh, you know, personal training? I mean, what, what would you guys say the best way to get started would be? I mean, there's so many different ways it could go. I mean, it's always, you know, based off of personal preference and personal needs. You know, you get some people that are comfortable doing that one-on-one -on -one training. You get some people that they don't feel motivated unless they're in a group setting. And, I mean, it just depends on the person, you know, and everybody's goals are different. Some people are okay with the results that you just get from group training, and it's not always bad. You know, some people do very, very well off of group training. You know, they're not looking to be – 
crazy competitors or anything like that. You can look good off a of group training if the group training is quality. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that's going to treat your body better than something that's individualized for you. And the reason for that is because it's specific to every one of your needs. You know, and, and just to kind of go back a little bit, part of that assessment needs to be a health screening. You know, if you go in somewhere, um, I know we're kind of going backwards here, and they don't even ask you if you have any prior health conditions, that is a big no-go. Like, if they throw you into a class and not ask you if you've ever had any type of injuries or anything, you just sign a waiver and you jump right in, then, I mean, that it's, might... It's kind of scary. Yeah, that might be, be a problem, you know? I mean, <laughs> but yeah, but, you know, back to where I was, you know, there's nothing better than an individualized program, but it doesn't mean that group training doesn't work. Yeah, I, I, Joey is still on, like he was saying, you know, he still follows a kind of like a group training. And I mean, the, you know, Joey always is always getting better, you know, and that's because, you know, he's done his homework. He's seen the types of group training offers that are out there. And, you know, he's intelligent enough to pick one that, like Lamar was saying, is like, just look at it and see if it's quality. Because if it wasn't quality, he wouldn't continue and continuously get better towards, you know, his specific goals. I mean, do you want to, you would probably be a good person to touch up on that just because you're still almost in that realm of fitness, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, another thing, too, that I do, I really assess is how my body feels throughout the week. And I listen to my body a lot. And say if you don't have a coach, you know, to communicate with, like I don't, I really have to pay attention, like, okay, how do my shoulders feel? How do my legs feel? But if you have a coach, you know, you can, like, reference them and be like, okay, my legs are, like, feeling shot. Like, I don't know if I can do 90% for three reps, you know. Like, I'm feeling really bad. And then at that point, you can say, okay, you need to cut it back to a certain this percentage or don't do it at all or just do one rep, you know. So that's a really great thing on having a coach, you know. But like I said, for me, I think I've been doing it for so long. Like, it's – yeah, I kind of know what my body can handle and what it can't. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think with that, too, is, you know, as a someone, you know, maybe getting into fitness is – just using, you know, what, what's more important to you uh, is, is training in a group. You know, do you want that extra push from around people? A lot of the time, that's, that's a goal for people, you know, is they, they want to be with the group. They want to work out with their families. You know, they want to meet new people. So sometimes that's a goal. And if that's a goal, obviously, I mean, group training, hands down, no sense or buts about it, right? If you want to be in a group, that's fine. But then also, you know, I've started to see it you know, and just from us, you know, doing a little more homework, you know, doing continuing education and stuff. And I do personalized training myself. I all, actually, all three of us do something that, you know, we've seen happen here within Valley Forges. I mean, we have so many people that are on an individualized training, right? Uh, a lot of my clients here, I don't see them. They're not personal training. They're just remote. I, you know, with what my coach does for me is I send them their training, they get it done here or their home gyms, wherever they're at. But the one thing that I, I don't like, I don't know if you guys want to touch up on after is, is, you know, so many people tell me like, well, why would you want to work out by yourself? Why would you want to work out by yourself? I don't work out by myself. I have a yeah. whole group all the time. I work oh, out yeah. with people all the time. So because you're on an individualized training, that doesn't mean train by yourself alone in the corner. All that means is, is <laughs> you and your buddies can go work out at the same time and you guys are all going to be doing your own thing. So that that's something that if you're kind of on the bubble of, you know, joining a, uh, a group gym or maybe finding individual coaches, as soon as you do it, group doesn't mean, always mean the same workout. I think that's what I'm trying to say is you can work out with a bunch of people all doing the same or different workouts. I mean, we have, 
know, five, six, seven, up to 10 people in here sometime, all doing 10 different workouts, and the place gets pretty crazy. So that's just kind of my two cents on, you know, if, if someone maybe might be up in the air about a group versus individualized. Yeah, I mean, you, you never have to feel like you're the lone wolf. And the, the cool thing about being on an individual program is there's no pressure to do what other people are doing. Because I think that, you know, while group training is great for you, it can also be bad for you in the sense of the fact that, you know, some people are really competitive. So, and that's okay, but if you're trying to keep up with somebody that's been doing something for much longer than you. Oh, dude, just go lactic every single yeah, just workout. Yeah, all the time. Like, you're, you're just going hard in the paint all the time. You don't care how your body feels. You don't care when you get aches or pains or anything. You're just going to keep up. That's the wrong attitude to have when you're trying to improve on your fitness. And that's something that people have to understand is everybody's trying to play keep up all the time. You're trying to keep up with somebody that's on a level that you're not on. You know, like, I mean, that's like me as a weightlifter. Like, dude, like, I'm a 94-kilo weightlifter, but I'm not going to be trying to keep up and do the same weights as somebody else that's a 94 that's been doing this much longer than me and it's way more proficient in the lifts than me. And it also probably has a higher, you know, higher numbers than me in general and snatch and clean and jerk. Like, that's just unrealistic. Or even when it comes to the volume, you know, of the workout. And that's something that people have to remember and understand is that, you know, in group training, that pressure is there sometimes for some people, and it's hard for them to get away from that, you know, and to think like, hey, I can take a step back, I can do this at my own pace, at my own weights, and I can get the exact same feeling as you, but I can also actually get what I'm supposed to get out of this workout and this training. Yeah, um, that, that's a great point uh, that you just made there. And um, another great thing, too, is like, uh, you know, not having that pressure to compete with someone else, you know, and realizing that, you know, you don't have to go all out every day. And, you know, one thing about great about having a coach is, you know, you can go certain percentages on a workout and he'll tell you, hey, you should be hitting this amount of time. You don't have to, you know, try to hit, you know, like a rich phone in time or some crazy thing like that, right? You can just like, okay, well, let's cut it back. You know, I don't want you to sprint this workout. I want you to move well, move efficiently, and just keep going and breathe. Like that's the biggest point here. And it's cool to have a coach to say that and to, to like you said, reference to him, like, you know, like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I burnt out, you know, at the end of every workout? And I don't feel like crap for the whole week. And, you know, if you talk to your coach, I'm like, okay, this is why, you know, and you need to just ease back. No, dude, that's, that actually, you just said something right there. Such a good point is on this, in a, in a group setting, hopefully, the, whoever is designing the group is is making the workouts quality like Amar is saying is making sure that the group isn't going all out 110% every day hopefully all the coaches are on the same page and they all understand that and I would go on a limb and say I think we all do a very good job of that here with the group class right is when the workouts are written we all understand what the purpose of the workout is and we try to keep the group you know hitting that workout with that with that purpose on whatever level that it is because like Lamar said you know a lot of people if you just put a lot of time into this, your fitness is going to be at a different uh, level than someone who's starting out. That's not to say that one is better than the other. It's just where you are in your fitness. And in a group setting, hopefully the coach, like Joey was saying, is assessing that and can kind of keep you feeling the way that you should be feeling going through your pieces. But then also, too, is on an individual level, your coach is going to be designing these every single piece with a, an intent on an individual level. So for me, I, I've been, I'm a lighter guy, I'm shorter. The gymnastics movements for me are 
relatively easier than maybe other people, right? I have a, a higher capacity. Me? I'm 206 pounds. Yeah. No. <laughs> but no, and that's, you know, that's a good point. Just like, you know, your lifting capacity is probably a little bit higher than mine, right? I mean, you lift day in, day out. I don't lift to the extent that you lift. We just, we're at a different level of the fitness. But going back to the gymnastics is I have a, a little bit higher level of gymnastics and that just comes with time too. I've been with my coach for three years and we've built that. So when I get designed a workout that has maybe a lot of high rep gymnastics stuff to someone else that might be like, oh shit, that's, that's pretty tough. Like that's a lot of volume. But for me, the whole intent of that workout could be totally different. I could handle that workout in a very different manner because my coach understands what I need. He understands how I'm going to do it. And I could feel a totally different way than someone who's not on my training. So with an individualized approach, your coach is going to design the workouts specifically towards you to what you can handle and hopefully make sure that you're going to be feeling a certain way when you're going through these conditioning pieces. I think that's kind of what you were getting at, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> uh, along with, like, you know, those percentages and, and cutting back as well, you know, um, a great thing about having a coach, like a personalized coach, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if your coach does it, but you can send him videos yeah. and he can break you down over a video, which is great. You know, say you're not hinging forward enough on your deadlift, you're dropping your butt too much. It's like, hey, you know, lift your butt up a little bit or, you know, certain cues like that. So along with, I mean, you can get that in a group setting as well. But I think having that individualized coach uh, just is so much better. And I think you have them kind of get your, uh, I don't I'll text, right? You can like text them whenever you want. Like, hey, I'm yeah. feeling this way. Like, he probably won't I, get back to me right away. Oh, but, but, I, <laughs> but he'll get back to you, right? And he, as opposed to here, like, you don't, you don't really have your coach's number. He's not going to, you're not going to shoot a group class yeah. and you're like hey you know i'm not how do i do this i'm like most times I'm like hey man it's, it's sunday go to church you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm at church right now so you mean but at, at, when you have your own individualized coach you kind of have that you know that luxury of having them not on call but more than it's, it's a little coach. more personal yeah exactly you know exactly. and that's you know another good point too that you said was like in a group setting you could get that right then there on the spot but on a on a group level, like he was saying too, is like Sunday, you might be at church or something and the person wants to know what's going on and their, their response is going to be like, hey man, I'm teaching 6 a.m. Just see me at 6 a.m. to where on this individual level, you know, someone gives you a call, text, whatever it is, you're probably going to get an answer right then and there. You're going to get an adjustment in your training. So, I mean, either way is great. It's, it's still coming down to a, a preference of, you know, going back to your goals, kind of like what we talked about last mm -hmm. time, but, you know, what, what is your goal? Do you want to you know, work out with your family. Is the family just trying to get healthier and you want to bring all five, six, seven, eight of them, however many is in your family? Get in that group. That's going, to be a, that's going to be a blast. But don't discredit that you could probably find a personalized coach who's going to do that for all, all of the family as well. So either way, you're going to get some great stuff, hopefully, from wherever it is that you're training. And I think, I mean, when it comes to that individualized training, I think what's an even better combination is when you're on an individualized program and your coach is actually on site. You know, yeah. like, like here, we actually have that quite a bit where it's like, you know, I know I have remote coaching clients, Ryan does, you know, I'm pretty sure Joey has some as well. And it's one of those things where, you know, our clients could come in and they kind of double up. They get that remote coaching and since they're actually here training on site, like if you see your athlete struggling with something or, you know, if something is off in their technique, they're gonna get that. And they, 
you know, it's not necessarily personal training because you're not taking them through their whole session, but they get those on-the-spot corrections. And just the difference of having the on-the-spot correction rather than having to send that video out and wait for a response to fix something in your next session could be the difference between a much better session, you know, lifting session that day, depending on what you're doing. So on-site is just having an individualized program within your gym that you go to. So, like, if your coach is the coach at that gym, you're just getting an individualized training program from someone in that gym, right? Yeah. And then yeah, rem- that's a remote is. coaching is, like me, I have some clients that live in the Bay Area. We're in the Central Valley. I have clients in the Bay Area, so I don't see them. So remote is just elsewhere, not at your home gym, and you send the workouts via, well, I mean, you would do that with on-site clients too, but you just don't get to see them probably as much as the on-site client, right? Right. Cool. Yeah, so just kind of recap on everything that we talked about. Um, when it comes to group training and individual training, depending on who your coach is and what gym you're at, they could both be great and they could both help you to achieve whatever it is your goals are. Um, personal opinion, I would say something individualized is always going to be better. I mean, it's, it's more specific to what you want. It's tailored towards you and your goals. Um, you're always going to get way more attention out of your coach that way. Um, and at the end of the day, it's going to help you to build on the things that you need to build on to be successful. Because I think something that has to be thought about when going into a group setting is that, you know, let's say that you join a CrossFit gym, functional training gym, whatever it is that you decide to do, you're going to be thrown into the middle of whatever program they're on at the moment. So, you know, whether they do cycles, training blocks, however it's set up for that gym, you're jumping into the middle of that. Nothing that they're doing is specific to what you need. Can you get stronger? Yes. Can you get more condition? Yes. But at the end of the day, it's not going to build on what can help you to get stronger and more condition faster. You know, because then it's funny because everybody wants fast results. The fastest way to get results is to get something that's specific for you. You know, because within the same amount of time as somebody doing group training, you're going to make way more progress. And I mean, that might be a be considered a biased opinion because I have been on individual design for a while now. Um, but at the same time, I've been through both and I've been able to see the benefits of both. And for me personally, um, that suits me because I don't mind training with a group of people all on different programs. That's like I said, you know, if you need to be doing the same thing as other people to work hard and to get results and to feel motivated, that's cool as well. Just make sure that you're doing whatever it is the workout is at the level for you to be able to handle and for you to be able to benefit from. Um, what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I, I agree. I think I, I've been on both sides. I've done some group stuff. I've been on individual design for three years now. I have a healthy amount of individual clients that I, I coach remotely. And then I also I'm always checking in here on the group at Valley Forge. So I definitely see benefits to both sides, 100%. I feel that in a group setting, it's great for maybe someone who has kind of maybe lost their way with fitness. They've been doing it for some time. They're getting a little, you know, uninspired, lacking motivation, whatever the case may be. And you're not, there's nothing like, coming into a class with especially like a coach like Joey he just brings such a great energy a great vibe and makes that person feel fantastic for that one hour that they're with the group the coach whatever it is so 
I think that's the one great benefit of group class. It brings people together. It allows you to build this bond with people you've never met before. But then I also, I, I believe in fitness as getting results as well. And Lamar kind of touched up on it is I believe that the best way for you to get results is, you know, going on a individualized training program, getting a personalized coach you can talk to most of the time, have consultations with, send text to, et cetera, et cetera. Or, you know, that I know for a lot of people that may just not be even in their budget. That's something too that, you know, we don't, we didn't talk about much and I don't think it needs to be talked about. Most people are probably going to go home and do some research or Google it as soon as we're done here anyway. But what Joey had said was, is knowing the, knowing your level, knowing what you're capable of and scaling that down to what you can handle or joining the gyms that are doing that for you in a group setting. And I think the coaches here do a phenomenal job of assessing the people who walk through the door and getting them to do the workouts at the way that they should be doing it. But still, I, I still see more of the benefit coming through an individualized approach. Most people want to get fast results, like Lamar said. And like I had talked about earlier, on an individualized scale, it goes down to as far as the order of the movements, the number of reps you're doing, the tempos you're doing, the rest you have, the amounts of sets you're doing, how many exercises you're doing a day, what days you're doing the exercises. And that's something that you won't get in a group setting just because a group setting has to tailor towards so many people. But if you want those fast results, if you want something that is going to maybe help you go compete in a competition or uh, prep for a wedding that you're in, I would strongly advise a individualized approach to training for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys on the individualized programming as well, or training. Um, but the good thing to look at here is whether you're doing uh, group or individualized, there's pros in both. There's very few cons unless the coach is just bad, you know, yeah. really go wrong. I think I think it's just more of uh, how fast you want to progress, and individualized is absolutely the way to go. Like, you're going to grow so fast just because you're going to be working on those weaknesses and you're going to be strengthening those those strengths, you know. So, I mean – individualized even though I've never had it um, absolutely the way to go because I find myself sometimes having to reset uh, hitting the reset button on myself and going back okay like I'm not doing this right I have to go watch a lot of videos and so on and so forth to progress myself which is a lot of work on my part but you know when you have a coach you have someone do that for you you don't have to do all that extra work and he's like hey you need to do this you need to do that and so individualized is absolutely the way to go for the best results yeah so it sounds like we would all definitely agree too. like either way that you go probably making sure that whatever coach you have is just taking care of you you know I as far as it comes to results we would definitely all agree an individualized approach but as far as just participating in health and fitness in general and being able to do it for ever having that good coach and understanding all the things that we've been talking about today is going to come first and foremost I would say oh, yeah it's always important get out there Get active. No matter what it is that you're doing, be safe, have fun, and just live. Awesome. You know, um, yeah, guys. Well, thanks for listening today. Today was episode three. Next time, we are going to be having a special guest who we will not be telling you today, but we will have a special guest on the show. If you're listening, you already know who you are. Um, you can reach us at, what is it, Valley, Valley Forged SC at Gmail. Yes, sir. 
And then our Facebook is Valley Forge Strength and Conditioning. Our Instagram is Valley Forged SC. Do we have any other Twitter? Do we have a Twitter? Yes, we do. What's Valley Forged SC. Everything's Valley Forged SC. And then my personal is Ryan, or my personal on Facebook is just Ryan Rivera. Personal on Instagram is at Ryan Rivera underscore UT. And my personal on Facebook is Lamar Greer. And my Instagram is Greer94KG underscore VF. And uh, my personal is Joe.HWPO, and that's my Instagram. And uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, don't follow me on Snap either. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> awesome. We will see you all next time.